Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are doing a Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast short this afternoon. It's Justin Cuthbert at JC Cuthbert. Or at Cuthbets if you're looking for my gambling content, because that's what we're going to talk about now with a Stanley Cup final betting preview. And of course, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche in this year's Stanley Cup final. And if you've been following and tailing, then you're sitting pretty. Uh, This is going to be a little self-indulgent off the top, uh, but I have to explain, excuse me, my process here uh, in order to make smart bets for the Stanley Cup final and Full transparency, I have futures bets on both teams. One is more lucrative than the other, and that's sort of reflected in the odds, but we'll get into all of that. Um, but I kind of got to take you through from start to finish uh, so that we sort of understand exactly where we should be going here. So Colorado opened the season at plus 600-ish, 650. Maybe you could find it at as the Stanley Cup favorites coming into the season. And I really wanted to find a way to bet them, but that seemed a little bit short to me, a little steep. I didn't really want to get involved at that price because I thought there might be an opportunity later on. Uh, That did present itself with the avalanche kind of sputtering out of the gate. It wasn't too, too serious, but they didn't have the most um, dominant start. And I think the, the number jumped up to maybe 700 or something like that. And I jumped on it then. However, as you probably know, with all the commercials that you see, um, Sports gambling became legal in Ontario, where I am. So all the futures bets I had on certain sites got wiped away. So I lost that, had to rebuild. But thankfully, I had a lot that still survived. And, well, some that I wish didn't survive. But anyway, I had to look again for another way to get on the avalanche. And I was presented with this, like, boost opportunity at plus 400 when they were really, like, plus 350 or something. And I didn't love it, but I had the fear of missing out. I thought Colorado was the team to win this year, and I had been waiting for a price, and even that small little boost got me. But I jumped on at some point in April at plus 400. And I also have the Lightning at plus 1,100. So they they are the underdogs, and, of course, that's reflected in what I have. But I got them, I think, after game six of the first round versus the Maple Leafs. So pretty happy with that number, hoping, obviously, uh, for financial reasons that the Lightning do, in fact, win the Stanley Cup. But I think like it's, oh, it's convenient, right? You have, uh, you have money on both of them. Well, let me take you through everything that I did this year, because I think it's worth sort of talking about the building a portfolio aspect of sports betting, especially on futures bets. Uh, I've invested full transparency, 9.5 units into the Stanley Cup market this season. 
I had three preseason bets, one unit on the New York Islanders, awful, a half a unit on the Florida Panthers, which was pretty good. And some of the reason why, in fact, I uh, double or went with uh, Tampa Bay at plus 1100 because I thought, okay, I'll have a decent number in the conference final. And that that team would be a favorite if the Lightning got past the Leafs, which I felt pretty confident in. Also had one unit on the Vegas Golden Knights, which is also an awful decision. So not a great start for me, although I did predict that the Panthers would be pretty good. In season, I added a unit on the St. Louis Blues at a really long price. I just thought, hey, this is one of the seven, eight teams that I think can win. And the price did not reflect that. I think they were maybe like middle of the table and the odds were very good. So I jumped on that. And of course, I got that boost, three units on Colorado weeks before the postseason began. Now, this process continues all the way up to it. So during round one, again, I got those two units on the lightning down. And then during round three, when it looked like the Rangers might have the lightning, I put a unit on the Rangers as a break-even fail-safe because I thought that they might go down and I definitely wanted this guaranteed profit or at least guaranteed break-even scenario in the Stanley Cup final. Now, I'm not sure this is all positive expected value and all that stuff that you hear um, in, 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 uh, when receiving or giving gambling advice. But I do believe in building, as I mentioned, a futures portfolio and investing in a market and more importantly, rectifying mistakes. If I didn't rectify mistakes, if I didn't bet back into this market, I'd just be down two and a half units, I think it is. Um, I try over the course of the season to pick up value in all applicable markets. And now with the Avalanche and Lightning, guaranteed to win one of those two teams, I'm guaranteed to be up 5.5 units at least and as many as 12 and a half units if the Lightning do in fact hoist the Stanley Cup. Now, more self-indulgence because the best example of building a position or buying or investing into a market that I have, at least right now, is the Conn Smythe Trophy. Now, that process obviously began at the start of the postseason. I put down five half-unit bets as a start just to sort of get the ball rolling. So half units on Johnny Gaudreau, because I thought Calgary had a decent chance to be in a conference final. Alexander Barkov, because I believed in the Florida Panthers at the time. Andre Vasilevsky, Nathan McKinnon, and Kale McCarr. So what I'm doing here, at least what I'm doing when I'm thinking about the Consmite Trophy, I'm, I'm identifying teams that have a chance to win and the player who will likely receive the credit if those teams do win. And now three of those five are still applicable in the Stanley Cup final. I had Vasilevsky at plus 3,300. He's now down to plus 400. I had Nathan McKinnon at plus 1,400. He's down to plus 210. And Kale McCarr at plus 1,800. He is the favorite right now to win the Smythe Trophy at plus 200. So seeing these prices drop is an awesome thing. Obviously, that's what you want to see. But this is a one outcome event. So you can't cash all of these bets or take advantage of the fact that all these prices have dropped. But if you do build that uh, futures portfolio, if you build that position properly, you'll be in great shape. And I am in great shape holding on to those three tickets. And I did add because that's what you do. You continue to mine value over time, even if you liked what you saw out of round one with Makar, McKinnon, and Vasilevsky. So after round one, I put a half unit on Jacob Slavin because I thought Carolina had a decent chance to go far. That proved out to be an awful decision, but it was plus 2,700. It was worth sort of a little hedge. I put a half unit on Jordan Binnington at a large price. I think it was plus 5,500 because 
Uh, if anyone, if Colorado was going to trip up, it was St. Louis who was next up for them. And that was a really long shot odd and a chance I thought St. Louis had to go to the Stanley Cup final and Bennington was going to play that key role. I put another unit on Andre Vasilevsky at plus 2,900 at the time and another unit on Kale McCarr at plus 650. Then after round two, I put another unit on Nathan McKinnon because he was just a mega star in that series versus St. Louis and another unit on Andre Vasilevsky at plus 850. Again, same sort of thing happened for me in round three. As a hedge, I grabbed uh, Igor Shesterkin one unit um, because the Rangers were threatening, and if anyone was going to get credit for that, it was going to be Shesterkin. Shesterkin was going to win the Consmite Trophy if the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. So I thought at a long shot, odd and an ability to basically cover off any loss, that was a decent hedging opportunity, especially with how much I had on Andre Vasilevsky. So all told, 8.5 units so far into the Consmite Trophy market. And if Vasilevsky wins, we stand to improve that by four or five times, I think, and close to double that or maybe even more with McCarr or McKinnon winning, which is great being up 8.5 units minimum, unless there's one sneaky underdog that we'll talk about a little later. That is a great upshot if you're gambling on this market. We do have that one blind spot, though. I'll get into it now. Why not? And that's the emergence of Nikita Kucherov, who inexplicably, in my mind, has shorter odds to win the Consmite Trophy compared to Andre Vasilevsky. And this is something I disagree with wholeheartedly, not because I stand to profit majorly if Vasilevsky wins, I just don't think there's an argument for Kucherov beyond like a lifetime achievement award sort of thing. Like just looking at what they've done through three rounds, I would give Vasilevsky the edge, even though Kucherov is the leading scorer for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But more, more important than that, I think, I think the situation in the Stanley Cup final sets up perfectly for Vasilevsky to shine. But if in some way Kucherov gets the edge, let's say, there's a couple hat trick he's plays out of his mind. He's one of the main reasons why Tampa lifts the cup. I might have to identify that at some point. Like if he has a major performance, I might have to bail out. I might have to throw something on Kucherov during the Stanley cup final to ensure some profits, even when the lightning just winning the Stanley cup will cover all that off. I just want to make sure I don't waste away the fact that I have such great odds on Vasilevsky and the ability to double up at least if Colorado wins the Stanley cup. Anyway, I think it was important to um, preface the betting opportunities that the series presents with um, that context because it's going to impact what I'm going to do here and what I'm planning to do. Um, And part of the reason why it's important is because I like the Tampa Bay Lightning. And again, I stand to profit more so from the Lightning winning than the Avalanche winning. There were some plus 170s hanging around early on the Lightning for the team that has the superior netminder, regardless of who goes in for Carolina or Colorado, uh, they should get the bigger boost from the injury list with Braden Point being closer, at least it seems, than Nazem Kadri and probably more capable when it comes down to it. And they also have the history of not just winning the Stanley Cup the last two seasons, but solving opposing teams is really their forte. So if I didn't have money on each and more to gain with the Tampa victory, I would have played the Lightning to win the series at plus 170 immediately. And I still would advocate it, advocate for it at plus 155 where it stands currently because I believe this is closer to a coin flip series. I would also look at the series spread. And the, the Lightning plus one and a half games, 
So to either win the series or lose in, in seven is at minus 150. Uh, that's what's being offered on the Lightning right now. And again, it makes no sense for me to lay the juice on an outcome like that in my position. It, it just, I don't, if we're going to go to positive EV, I don't think that's positive expected value. But I would be all over it probably if it was more in the minus 120 range where it's more or closer to an even money scenario. But I do think that's a decent way to play it if you're just looking to jump in now and bet on the Stanley Cup final without really anything else going on. But in my position, I think it's putting in a little less to win a bit, win a little, win a little bit more, excuse me, uh, as to not like carve into the profits I've already secured. So where I'm going to play the series or what I'm looking at right now is the Lightning in six at plus 575 and the Lightning win in seven at plus 575 as well. Both of those are very interesting to me because I think if the Lightning are going to win, those are the most likely scenarios. And of course, plus 575, even if you make both bets, very nice profit. Um, Colorado to win game one and lose the series also caught my eye at plus 475, but I think I'd rather consider betting the Lightning to win the series if they lose game one it, rather than playing that, because I don't really know what game one is going to look like. The price probably wouldn't be plus 475 on the lightning if they do lose game one. But like this rest versus rest thing is, is tricky, right? Because we saw with Tampa, the rest did not really benefit them at all. And Colorado's had nine days off here between these, the Western conference final and the Stanley cup final here. But they also play at alt altitude, and I don't know how that's going to affect the Lightning coming in or how this series is going to look like immediately. I mean, the Lightning really are a team that gets a read on an opponent first and then figures out a way to beat them. Uh, they've lost two of their three game ones so far, so I just don't want to mess with that, and I think it would be wiser to just wait and see if you want to put a series bet on the Lightning because there's a good chance they lose game one. Um, and there's also a good chance that Colorado has a lot of it early on, I think, and the Lightning winning a little bit later. And that's why I identified Lightning in six as and Lightning in seven as potential bets for me. Other things to consider. Series total games over 5.5 is minus 180. The problem with this is it's going to be real sweaty if Colorado wins the first two because then they only need to win one in Tampa Bay to have that opportunity to close out in five on the road. And then you've spent a lot to make very little at the minus 180, even though I think it going over five, uh, getting to a six game is very, very likely. But the series total over 6.5, so going seven games, plus 210 is interesting. Of course, you need a game six, not just to happen, but for the result of it to go your way in order to win. But I think it does set up for a hedge out opportunity with that plus money. You've secured your profit. If you're confident in the series going to game six, you can find a way for that to work for you. As for the Consmite Trophy, um, I think it's hard to play either Kale McCarr or Nathan McKinnon at plus 200, plus 210, 220 each. It's a coin flip series. It's a coin flip between them. So I think right there, the value is sucked out. I go back to Andre Vasilevsky, who's the value play, at least in my eyes, at plus 400. I cannot imagine voters wouldn't want to vote for him given the opportunity it provides to tell a legacy story. This is a goaltender threatening to be the best at his position of all time, if not the most clutch and critical piece to a modern-day dynasty. The narrative is there, but more importantly, the numbers back up that narrative, which sort of makes it a slam dunk, at least for me, I think. I guess the voters, as I mentioned, could go Kucherov, who has the more points than any, anyone in the last three 
previous postseasons combined by like a mile. He has been fantastic. He has been someone who's maybe could be considered at least a little bit hard done by, but it's legacy over sympathy for me all day. So if you don't have a position on the con Smythe, I would be looking at Andre Vasilevsky plus 400. It was plus 450 uh, when it opened, I believe. And yesterday, or when it reopened after the Stanley cup final was set, uh, I believe that was to start the week. But again, as I mentioned, I have to consider the possibility of Kucherov winning and making a bet to cover my ass. Um, the other name, and I really think it's a four horse race, but Steven Stamkos maybe is on the fringe of that discussion. If he was lights out, there's a chance, I guess, because the narrative is also there. The, per- the personal redemption arc is there, but he would have to be spectacular, I think, to wrest it away from either Vasilevsky or Kucherov in the event that the Lightning win. So to tie up my plans here, with either outcome creating profit, if you've been following me, then you're in the same position, and the payouts reflecting the current odds where you get a little bit more to bet on the Lightning. A lot more, actually. I'm going to hold off until at least game one and see if it's worth betting on the Lightning in series. But for now, I'm going to scoop up some longer shot markers just to hold for later on, low risk to set up either hedging or cherry on top opportunities. So the Lightning in six and seven at plus 575 each, I'm going to call those official plays. And hopefully, if you're following along and you're invested in the Consumite Trophy market, it's Vasilevsky and not Kucherov if the Lightning cash either in six or seven. It's Vasi who leads the Lightning in terms of importance in those late series elimination opportunities. Um, we're just catching up to the betting thing like everybody else, because of course it was legalized this year. Um, but hopefully we're going to infiltrate it more and more into our coverage. Um, obviously it, we, we have here in the Stanley cup final, but as we set up next year, we're going to do a lot more of this and figure out ways to try and make some money specifically in the NHL futures market, because that's my favorite way to bet on sports. We will have the Stanley cup final on lock here at Yahoo Sports. We got Zone Time. We got the Yahoo Sports Hockey Podcast. We've got In the Mentions making its return with Omar. It's all great stuff over the next two weeks with a Dream Stanley Cup final. I hope you follow along with us, and I hope you make some money and cash some of those consummate futures. Uh, you can follow me at JC Cuthbert and Cuthbets. We'll have more and more betting and NHL content to go. And we'll take a little break in the summer, but we'll be back and it's it's going to be a great Stanley Cup final. So thanks again for listening and thanks for tuning in this entire season. It's been a great year and it's been capped off with a fantastic Stanley Cup final. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.